The Abrahamic family house will be a beacon of mutual understanding, harmonious coexistence, and peace among faith and goodwill. So in Abu Dhabi, they are building this multi-religious center where they're going to have a mosque, synagogue, and a, a church for Christian, Islam, and Judaism. Mm -hmm. So today, this is amazing, the Moses Ben Maimon Synagogue is being inaugurated as we speak and will hold its first Shabbat service this Saturday. Wow. Yeah. Today. Today. Did not plan that. (laughs) No, it was not planned. When I found out, I was like, oh my gosh, we're talking about that today. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so that will have its first service on Saturday. This whole idea originated in 2019 after the signing of the Human Fraternity for World Peace. There you go. Living together. Human Fraternity. Yeah. For World Peace. Wow. And guess who headed that up? Tell me. Pope Francis, Shocking. of course. So we're seeing this one world religion right. idea of let's get together. Let's have this mutual understanding right. for world peace. Yes. It's already formulating. It's taking place oh, now. Yeah. We're All actually over. late on this. Yes. Yes. And also in Berlin, they have the House of One, which broke ground in 2021, I believe. Mm-hmm. This is going to be actually just one house where Muslims, Jews, and Christians will worship under one roof. Right. What's up, guys? Welcome to the show. Um, thank you for tuning in. Tuning in, um, press and play. I want to thank you all for your support, liking, commenting, subscribing. We appreciate all the feedback you all support. Thank you. Um, we do this to uh, spread the news and continue to get awareness out, not only just for news in the world, but to spread the Lord's message. You know, Jesus, our Lord and Savior. We always keep Him first. And again, thank you all. Right. It's been a long, man, there's so much stuff that's going on, um, so much stuff to be aware of at this time, um, things that we've never seen are starting to happen, uh, we got banks crashing, uh, weather, we still haven't even experienced a, a winter yet here where we are, but we got California exper- experiencing uh, blizzard-like conditions and in the, in the mountains, I believe, they're just getting pounded up there in the snow in California, so it's just so much stuff going on, and um, go ahead, and, um, or everybody's having a good day. Alright, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. Oh, and we are everywhere you all can listen to a podcast. We're on Apple Music, we're on Apple, Spotify, uh, iHeart, um, YouTube, of course, so uh, anywhere you can find a podcast, podcast we are there all right we're gonna go with um john 15 verse 18 through 20 if the world hates you you know that it hated me before it hated you if you are of the world the world would love its own yet because you are not of the world but i chose you out of the world therefore the world hates you remember the world um remember the word that i said to you a servant is not greater than his master. If they prosecuted me, they, persecuted. They, if they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, if they kept my word, they will keep yours also. So, Amen. 
I have to give you that, you know, because it might come a time, and I, well, I'm pretty sure it's going to come a time where, you know, they're going to hate us. They're going to persecute us. They they already do it now in some countries, you know. Now, they're, now they're, Nigeria's getting pounded with that. Yeah. Bombings um, and beheadings. and Pastors coming up dead. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, so. um, and, the, and that's a tough decision um, for, for some people to be in a situation like that. Now, granted, we can serve peacefully. You know, we still have a house, uh, financial stability. You, know, you can still praise the Lord without uh, people coming to knock down your door. Right. But for some people, uh, it's not like that. And so while we do have the opportunity to be in positions to do that, yes, let's praise him. Let's give him grace. Let's give him all the grace and all the glory. You know what I mean? And uh, that is, you know, the world, if you're, um, there's a certain level of obedience that we have to follow. And if we're not following the world's obedience, of course, the world is going to have a problem with that. But we, if we are followers, since we are followers of Christ, and if you consider yourself a follower of Christ, we have to live out his word and follow it to the maximum. And we have to keep uh, repenting daily and keep fighting daily for what we believe in, for we know to be real and true, guys. So, Amen. Stay with it. Um, as we've mentioned, uh, we have a nice show lined up for you all. There's so much going on. Um, as you know, we have uh, banks are falling apart. So let's just start with you have Nigeria's digital currency is falling apart. Uh, Lebanon um, <clears throat> banks are being set on fire. Um, North Korea threatened the U.S. Uh, the U.S. is sending troops to Taiwan. Um, the S SVB uh, Bank, Silicon Valley Bank, has crashed. It's the 16th largest bank in the United States. Um, that bank has crashed, and now it's been taken over by the, by the FDIC. Uh, some people weren't able to get paid. Businesses uh, weren't able to pay their employees. Their money had uh, frozen. And about, um, I think, a couple weeks before the crash, uh, some top executives, uh, investors, were already already pulling their money out. You know, so things are here um, and it's starting to happen. And if this is the 16th largest bank in the world that this is happening to, you got to think about Apple, Google, you know what I mean? Roku, you got, you got all big, you got a lot of people invested into this and for it to crash. What makes you think, you know, that this, this wasn't just happening overseas stuff is happening, you know, in America. If you have $1 in a U.S. bank right now, you must listen to this message. Why? Because the 16th largest bank in the United States just collapsed in 48 hours. This is the largest bank collapse we have seen since the global financial crisis in 2008. And the domino effect that could occur from this collapse could be absolutely enormous, impacting each and every single one of us. So what happened? There's a bank called Silicon Valley Bank, also known as SVB. SVB primarily works with high growth companies, startups, and tech companies. What happened in 2020 and 2021? High growth companies, startups, and tech companies crushed it. So SVB started crushing it. At the end of 2019, their total deposits were about 60 billion plus. By 2021, that number was $180 billion. So the big question for the bank is, what do we do with all this money we now have? Well, they took a large concentration of this money and put it into mortgage bonds. The problem is, we all know what happened in 2022, and even now, interest rates went up. And guess what? Their investments with all that money did not do well. And just recently, they took a $1.8 billion loss. 
Then their CEO sold 4 million shares of the company. So there were some red flags. So the investors that have their companies working with this bank start calling the owner saying, get your money out. And with the power of fear. CNBC, New York Post, Forbes, and Fox Business are just some of the outlets reporting that Etsy is struggling to pay their sellers due to the Silicon Valley Bank. Are you an Etsy seller and didn't get paid today? Neither did I. So apparently, Etsy partners with Silicon Valley Bank, which I guess failed today or something. I don't know what's going on with that. But they're saying that they're going to try to pay us on Monday, but they're not sure. So they're just holding our funds and not paying us. And that's a little scary. Digital banking, the global reset. Take a look. Most people not even paying attention. Look at that. Digital bank. The events that have happened over the last 24 hours has led to the failure of Silicon Valley Bank, the backbone of the tech industry, especially here in the San Francisco Bay Area. It has been shut down by regulators. Now the FDIC takes over and says that insured depositors will have access to their deposits no later than Monday morning. Of course, that only covers $250,000 worth of deposits. Maddie, that I'm speaking to, had a lot more in their accounts at SVB. Put simply, this is what happened. A perfect storm or a trifecta, if you will, of events that led to the failure of Silicon Valley Bank. One, rising interest rates, which we have talked a lot about. Two, falling venture capital investment levels. We know that money has dried up in the current environment. Three, sustained startup cash burn. The CEO, Greg Becker of SVB, has talked about this in the past. He expected this cash burn level to get better. It has not. This has led them to this position. And in the last 24 hours, many founders, investors that I've talked to have been desperately trying to get their money out. Some were successful and some were not. In fact, I think we have video of the scene right now at one of the SVB offices in New York. You can see that a few founders had collected and they were trying to get their money out. They were turned away. Other founders that I've talked to tried to go to actual bank branches and get cashier's checks so that they could walk to another bank and deposit those. A lot of fallout is still being figured out right now in the Bay Area. A lot of the people I'm talking to are trying to figure out what is next. Bo, just a quick question. When you look out at what's happening so far in this sphere, mm -hmm. uh, do you see any ways in which you know, the transaction data is so helpful are being used now or, or could be used or should be put into a plan? Just any specific example. Well, I can give you one example in China because I personally experienced it, right? Those transaction data can be utilized by service providers in credit underwriting in the sense that, you know, those transaction data in terms of how many coffee I drink every day, where I buy coffee, do I use uh, Uber every day, and what kind of working hours I have, those non-traditional data can be very useful for financial service providers to give me a credit score. And based on a credit score, the financial service provider give me a credit line without any face-to-face -face due diligence. That's a big saving because traditionally, you know, banks, they need to do due diligence. They need to meet with us face-to-face. -face. Mm -hmm. They need to even visit my home if you want to give me a home equity loan, right? Uh -huh. So there's a lot of cost associated with traditional 
credit underwriting. But the non-traditional credit underwriting is based on data, and there is no need for face-to-face -face meeting, and it's much faster and much cheaper, and that's a way to create value. And we see a lot of that already in China because we have very good mobile payment system in China, and those service providers they are providing a lot of additional financial service in addition to payment, and that can be very profitable. And that's the value we are talking about to make it attractive to private sector players to join this ecosystem. The state government is about to launch a new form of digital ID that means you'll never have to hand over your personal details to anyone again. It will all be stored in the Service New South Wales app on your phone, which will prove you are who you say you are. Scanning his licence, passport and Medicare card, in less than three minutes, the minister proves he really is Victor Dominello. This is unquestionably the holy grail. This is your first look at the state's new digital ID. This is a huge step forward in giving back people control over their data, control over their identity. Personal credentials will be stored on your device. No IDs need to be handed over. And that means keeping your address and birthday to yourself. If you need to hire a car, rent a property, set up a bank account, check into a hotel, or prove you're over 18 to buy alcohol or attend an event. All you need to do is tap your phone, and that will be a validation that you are real. Australian. Brink of a dramatic change where we are about to, and I'll say this boldly, we're about to abandon the traditional system of money and accounting and introduce a new one. And the new one, the new accounting, is what we call blockchain. It means digital. It means having an almost perfect record of every single transaction that happens in the economy, which will give us far greater clarity over what's going on. It also raises huge dangers in terms of the balance of power between states and citizens. In my opinion, we're going to need a digital constitution of human rights if we're going to have digital money. Uh, but also, this new money will be sovereign in nature. Most people think that digital money is crypto and private, but what I see are superpowers introducing digital currency. The Chinese were the first. The U.S. is on the brink, I think, of moving in the same direction. The Europeans have committed to that as well. Uh, we tend to establish the equivalence with cash, uh, and there is a huge difference there. Uh, for example, in cash, uh, we don't know, for example, who is using a $100 bill today. We don't know who is using a 1,000 peso bill today. Uh, is it true that the Android operating system sends Google information every few minutes, detailing the exact location of a smartphone within a few feet, the speed of movement of the phone, the altitude of the phone sufficient to determine what floor of a building the phone is on, the temperature surrounding the phone and other readings, and if so, with Americans carrying their phones with them virtually at all times, doesn't the collection of this volume of detailed information really mean that Google is compiling information about virtually every movement an individual with a smartphone is making every hour of every day? Mr. Chairman, uh, thank you for that question. Uh, today, for any service we provide our users, uh, we go to great lengths to protect their privacy and we give them transparency, choice and control. 
uh, Android is a powerful platform and, and provides smartphone for over 2 billion people. And as part of that, it depends on the applications users choose to use. Uh, if you're using a fitness application, which is detecting the number of steps you walk, you expect it to send that information. But it's a choice users make. We make it clear, and, and it depends on the use cases. So the, the answer to my question, my first question is yes. Is that correct, that the information that I cited uh, is gathered uh, by Google? It, if we're developing through technology an ability for consumers to measure their own carbon footprint. What does that mean? That's where are they traveling? How are they traveling? What are they eating? What are they consuming on the platform? So individual carbon footprint tracker. Remember when they said you would own nothing and be happy? Well, there is a 2030 goal to get us all on the grid. And what is on the grid, you ask? Well, a lot of big cities and aspiring cities are deeming themselves the next 15 minute city. So there was a CNN article or something um, about somebody who was promoting this in a city and they say it's only about climate change and so there's less gridlock in the cities and so people are using bikes and walking instead of being in their cars and it sounds really, really fantastical, doesn't it? Well, another big thing about these 15 minute cities is that not only will you feel better because you'll be walking so much and it's much healthier, right? You'll also be tracked on thousands of cameras around the city so that they know exactly where you are all the time. And well, you don't need to leave because everything in your 15 minute city will be there for you. Your doctor, your grocery store, your park, your friend, apparently. And if they're not, who knows? In recent news, Utah is building a 15-minute city over an old prison site. Sounds really fun. So in a similar vein, but maybe not connected at all, um, a lot of Walmarts are closing and CVSs and things like that, but these places have lots of property and they have huge buildings already set up. I just think it's a quink-a-dink, but there's going to be a lot of empty space. This is what a flash flood emergency looks like. This is the town of Springville. You can see homes being threatened by the now mighty Tule River. This river, according to locals, is never, ever like this. Very, very small, calm, placid, and now you can see it's just a raging torrent. The rain really started to hit here last night, and what's compounding it, it's not just the rain, it's the snowmelt. We're right in the foothills leading up to near where Sequoia National Park, Kings Canyon, etc. So folks are out here looking at something they've never seen before. Usually it's just a normal, regular river. This, all this is completely insane. I mean, completely insane. And then all the houses down here on the road I live on, Tule River, they're evacuating all the houses, they're flooding, the streets all flooded, everything. Remember guys, this is the way of life. This is, uh, this is how it is, this is the uh, way of life. Absolutely. If you want to think this is the way of life, then uh, you have a very grim outlook on life. Um, the way of life should be everything living, enjoying life. But that's a sheep's head. That's a hardy fish right there. Lots of them out here. And the smells. Fucking terrible. for you know and just continue to um if you can uh buy you a little some rice some beans uh continue to uh keep a little cash on you 
Um, out in Michigan, they've experienced uh, power outages. Um, the chief, uh, what was he? I think he was uh, one of the, the utility chief acknowledged that uh, the power grid was aging and that was a uh, responsibility for why uh, they're having outages. Uh, Dish Network also had, um, they were uh, hacked and they did admit that uh, data was stolen and they had a recent outage and Dish Network revealed that, you know, their data was stolen. It was hacked. So things are starting to happen and they put it in I front wonder of our what faces. they take. Like just, Dish Network? Yeah. Right. Addresses, maybe card info, probably. Yeah, yeah. I'll click like that. that. Yeah. And we'll get to that. But no, for sure. Yeah. And they... Well, I'm pretty sure they wasn't looking for the NBA pass, and NFL <laughs> pass. <laughs> it was, it was getting more than that. Let's see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It said they revealed data was stolen due to a cyber attack. Uh, you got protests in France. So... Protests in France, uh, literally like a million people. I wasn't seeing this like a lot of places. So you had like over a million people um, protesting because they're not happy with um, the laws that are being passed. Um, oil refineries were, were experiencing blockades. Uh, there were airport uh, train disruption. And um, yeah. They're keeping this uh, quiet because it was all because of the uh, pension reform. They want to raise the age of retirement from 62 to 64. Mm. And a lot of people, they're like, wait a second. So you want to uh, just basically keep people working and not, you know, like at a certain age, you know, you used to get ready to retire. You get to receive your check, you know, like, you know, you have health problems around that time, but they want to keep you working. And people were uh, work till you die. That's you. When you retire, you stand in the house. Then you're just chilling. There's a lot of chilling, a lot of going, exploring, all that. I don't want to keep you working. So when you when you 64, you probably die, or you you quit, or you retire before you you know because your health is failing. You retire before you even you know able to retire. So you just you know off of the off of basically what you had saved in the bank or your 401k, you still get a 401k, right? That's not a part of your. Um, right? that that's a part of the pension too as well. Yeah, so um, you'll still get that, but you just won't get your retirement. Right, 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 right. Yeah, that's you're trying to save some money. And then we had, um, you know, the Devil's Carnival was out in Brazil. Yeah. Uh, they had a a, a big blast. Uh, performances uh, was highly vibrant. Yeah. Uh, people flamboyant costumes and all of that. Uh, they even brought up a, a, a big devil-looking thing. Statues, yeah. Uh, everything they had yeah. it out, and as you can see on this video, you know you can see the devil uh, parading through. Well, someone they're pulling them through, yeah. and uh, later on that day, they had to cancel the festivities because of uh, severe weather. Um, it looked to me like hurricane, tornado-ish conditions. Uh, all, and then the ground starts sinking in, sucking cars in. Guys, mm. um, say no, you won't. No, yeah, because that was pretty bold. Yeah, you disrespect. I'm gonna show you something. That was pretty bold, and uh, people were affected for it. You know, God bless people who lost their lives. You know, hope, you know, but uh, now is not a time to do a lot of mockery. You know, now is not a time for that. Um, Okay, so moving right along, as we, um, the AI, um, the Romanian government 
has hired its first AI advisor and it reads people's minds as well. Um, there's a new AI assistant has been unveiled by the Roma- by the Romanian prime minister, which he hopes will inform the government about Romanians' wishes in real time. Now, before I continue with this article, isn't that what we what what you vote the people in the government and the house to do for you because they allegedly know what you're going through, they know uh, what you need, and you vote for them and they try to work on your behalf. You know what I mean? But um, they've hired an AI in there, mm-hmm. and um, this is um, an international first that they said, and you're able to have a conversation with this AI. It says. Uh, The AI voice is named Ion And it says quote unquote Hi you gave me life and my role Is now to represent you like a mirror What should I know about Romania Ion's voice said at its lunch Now Ion takes a physical form As as a long mirror like structure With moving graphic at the top Suggesting it is listening at all times It says quote unquote I have the conviction that the use of AI should not be an option, but an obligation to make better informed decisions. Now, this is what the prime minister said. Sorry about that. Now, it says, while it might be the one of the first AI bots to be given a physical presence, this is by no means the first government to use artificial intelligence to try and understand how a population's feel about policy. Now, my thing is, why would you have to use artificial intelligence to determine what what a population feels about policy. You know what I mean? There are, uh, I think they believe the artificial intelligence is probably more uh, smarter than human beings. Well, well, that's true, but I'm saying like, okay, but why would you need that in the government? Like, if you know the neighborhood's bad, you know that there's no jobs there. You know that people are protesting because our money is failing, but why do you need an AI to be an assistant? Like, are you... Are you really trying to be in there and pass laws to better the people, or what else is it? Maybe they're trying to see your cutoff point. You know, what's the cutoff before they start to maybe want to ride or rebel? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And bring it. Maybe the AI will uh, think about this. It's um this this the uh, statistics or you know what I'm saying like the stats on you know it, it'll be more number based than probably a human being. Maybe they act, human beings act. Primarily on emotions, where the AI won't be thinking about emotions. It's, it's strictly, you know, what I don't know. I don't know. I'm just trying to right, right. right. No, I get what you're saying. What what possibly they could be thinking about? And then now they got the AI chat boxes, chat bots. Um, you you see where everything is headed. Uh, some banks now, you go in the bank, you don't even see a real person there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, so you all see uh, the age that we're uh, heading into. Yeah, and also, even even gas stations, they got the little thing where you set your food, like whatever you purchase out of the gas station, on in some of these gas stations, and it'll just basically add everything up. It don't have to be scanned by, uh, you know, one a clerk or whatever, uh, cashier. I mean, it don't have to be scanned by a cashier. You just set it on this like little menu plate type thing. Mm-hmm. It adds everything up and tell you how much you got to pay. Wow, and that's why I'm saying people like, hey, if you do have somebody there checking out, go to the checkout. Don't everybody just utilize the self-checkout because... Um, it allowed a company to fire people. Yeah, to fire yeah. people, and then it'll see that, okay, more people are okay in an agreement with, yeah. with self-checkout. 
You know what I mean? We don't need, you know, if they get to the point where we don't need nobody in there. Exactly. And that's where it's headed. Because I went in one store, I remember at first, and this is the thing. I remember when I first moved to Chicago in 2011, I had never seen self-checkout before in where I was staying at. But when I went to Chicago at a Walgreens, they had self-checkout. Now, this is in 2011. I'm like, dang, you could just check yourself out. This is what I'm thinking in my head. And even at their Target, they had where you could uh, put your buggy up. It'll it'll go up the escalator for you. And, and I'm like, what? but this is in 2011. But now, fast forward, I'm seeing much progression all across the board with the self-checkout. Like, they put, they basically, long story short is what I'm saying. They put these... Uh, test scenarios in different big markets to see how to work out to slowly implement it because it's easier to do it in a big city because yeah. in a big city it's it's like okay we're supposed to have the latest technology we're supposed to have um since we have the most money the most people it's things you'll see in the big city that you won't see in a rural area or a smaller neighborhood yeah. you know what i mean so if you sit in the big city nine times out of ten it's going to be in your city or your neighborhood coming soon. And that's where they test it out. We can get the big population to agree with it and to be comfortable with it. It wouldn't be a problem to get the rest of the people to be uh, on board with it. So, yeah. um, self-checkout in Walmart. That was the beginning. Yeah. That was the beginning. Now people are used to self-checkout now. Yeah. But that was just the beginning, like they, you they said. They trying to test to see, you know, see if people would check out for themselves. You know what I'm saying? You know, how would they feel about this being here? People still try to go to more towards the cashiers, or would they check it out for themselves? Thank you. A lot of people. Like, and you don't like even me, get paid to check to yourself out. out. And you don't even get paid to check yourself out. A worker's supposed to do that for you. That's what right. you the workers get paid for. Right. But I'm trying to hurry up and get out of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I scan all my stuff and bag it myself. You might and as well put application in. You know how to do it. Now they see that. You know they they gonna save money. Yeah, they're the like, well, shoot. Every, people know how to scan and put in the bag and put money yeah. in. You hey. just need a couple people standing in the front, making sure people scanning. But now, since AI is going to continue to get better, they said people are going to jail behind it because they're stealing. Man, that's scary. Because <laughs> people, <laughs> yeah. they said they'll let you continue to steal once you hit a certain mark of five hundred dollars or whatever. So we can give you this felony, and we'll come at you. Wow, they said they'll let you keep doing it. Yeah, it's a clip that shows like. They're gonna let you, you know, until you hit about a certain uh, number. Because they're not gonna come after you. Oh, you can we'll take a bubble gum. We're gonna let you keep adding it oh, up. Oh yeah, they're gonna let you add it up. Because that facial recognition, it, it it knows who you are. Yeah. Like, don't y'all think it's just a regular camera? Nah, yeah. they not gonna have self check out there with a regular that's why, camera. That's why it was so valuable that uh, Facebook will sell your data. Mm-hmm. Is able to sell it to the Walmart. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So Walmart, through the cameras, they know who you are. Through through all the other. Um, through the data. That's why they be trying to steal data so they can be able to, because they most of them already got your face. iPhone, if iPhone is giving the data away, just, they got your facial structure. That's how you open your phone now. So therefore, if I sell it to these banks or I sell it to Walmart or, any, or even to the government, the stoplights, they'll know who you are. Like, this is already like on some China sound stuff. Sound like some CIA type stuff, man. Yeah, it's on some China would, stuff. Yeah. Like, China know who you are when you're walking down the street. Oh, yeah. So, we at that point, too. It's just all about data collection. And that's why they're trying to come out with, with these uh, smart cities. Not trying to. They are. Yeah. Like, New York, New Jersey is there. They're talking about it. Podcasts are already t- uh, talking about it. Like, they're basically building it. Um, I think you got some in Switzerland. Uh, Switzerland I know for sure uh, Portland I th- think they're in talks of uh, Ohio um, Detroit 
And a lot of people will say, okay, a smart city, like what's the big thing? Like, but these smart cities, you are going to be surveillance heavy. Um, you're you're going to need a digital passport. You know what I mean? They're going to know your ins and outs. They're going to be, they're going to have like everything you need there, which is weird. You have everything we need for a growth, for a smart city, but what about everything we need now for the neighborhood? You know what I mean? Why are you trying to usher in everything now to say, oh, clean energy and all of that? They're going to track your carbon footprint, how much you're spending. If you're using too much carbon, they're going to cut off your passport. You won't be able to leave the city. They'll cut you off and say, hey, you can't you can't buy this. You bought too much of this. You're going to be it's going to be highly surveillance in these smart cities. And if they cared so much, how come they're not doing that now? If they really cared like that. So, um, and China already has smart cities. Like, it's some people, they're, well, no, no, I think it was a high amount of people. They weren't even uh, uh, able to fly because of their um, their social credit score. They're not even able to purchase certain foods to purchase certain things due to their social credit score. So these smart cities will uh, be able to keep track of your social credit score and uh, keep you confined to one area. Now, if you do good, you have a low carbon footprint. You may be allowed a pass to go out and visit family or friends and, you know, go to the next city. But it's basically designed for them to have more control over you. And speaking of that, um, now they're saying scientists want to use people as antennas to power 6G. Now, they say that the future of 6G telecommunications could come from visible light communications. Now, researchers at the University of Massachusetts believe using humans as part of the antenna system offers the most efficient way to harvest waste energy. In the process, humans could wear cold, I'm sorry, coiled copper. Now, they say first some background on 6G. As a refresher, 5G, what is considered the fifth and most recent generation of cellular broadband uh, broadband networks, is still in its fancy. But true 5G networks operate in millimeter wave frequency between 30 and 300 gigahertz, which are 10 to 100 times higher frequency than previous 4G cellular networks. Now, some cell phone providers cheat, however, by claiming that the upper end of the 4G spectrum is 5G. Now, the definition of these cellular generations are defined by a global partnership known as 3GPP. Given the history of the never-ending march of technology, it is an inevitable that 5g will be replaced by a new network in the future now 6g is coming into play and they're already testing it now they're saying that uh, leds bulbs oh oh, let me back up because this is important to know now it says in the meantime the new study the umass uh, scientists found that humans can play a crucial role in making vlc uh, more efficient by using their bodies as a carrier for coil copper to waste energy from VLC. Now led by uh now let's lead study author uh Jai Exong, I believe that's his name, of UMass, he's a professor of information computer science, explains that VLC is quite simple and interesting. Instead of using radio signals to send information wirelessly, it uses the light from LEDs that can turn on and off up to one million times per second. LEDs 
bulbs can then transmit data and anything with a camera like our smartphones, our tablets, our laptops could be the receiver. Now, the downside of VLC comes from a high rate of leakage of energy with the emitting of side channel radio of wave signals. Now, the researchers believe that if they can harvest the wasted radio frequency energy, they can put it to good use by powering small electric electronic devices. Now, I don't know about you all, but I am starting to notice that a lot of these street lights, they are replacing them with LEDs. I am starting to see it now. Um, and they say after experimenting with wires, with coils and backgrounds, the scientists realized the human body offers the best medium up to 10 times better than any other setting tested for amplifying a copper coil's ability to collect leaked RF energy. So, if you all don't know, you are a we are light beings. Yeah. You know what I mean? N- Nikola Tesla sh- proved that was lighting up his body, had uh, electricity going through it, was powering up. He said, "With if you knew how to use the the right uh, frequency in your body, he said you could power up a refrigerator or some stuff like that." Like he was literally doing this, making earthquakes. Like this is back in the what, nineteen uh, hundreds, early nineteen hundreds. So, um, yeah, that's a cool story. Um, yeah, but how many people are gonna sign up to to do that? Oh, I'm. Listen, if they're saying that it's a possibility six G, we could six uh, G could uh, be used by human bodies. How would you know that? You would already have to have tested that. You just bring right. it to the public yeah. to ease it on. You know what I mean? To let, hey, yeah. guys, guess what? You know what I mean? Yeah. You all ran tests for years. Mm-hmm. Y'all empowered up some stuff already. Yeah, people hadn't tried this stuff already. They were saying those who took the, the V had to, you know, that's, that's probably what... It, it, I think the past, one pastor said it's a computer system in your body. Mm. <laughs> so you for the computer system so that might be a lot of people said like that's that's part of the, the signal or whatever that's part of the stuff that you're talking about because of the nano robots and stuff like that the nanobots did you okay well, I don't know it's while we own theory, that though. did you hear since we're, we're talking about the V the, mm. the V juice you know they say Republicans want to ban people want to ban vaccinated people uh, from donating blood oh <laughs> you scared me for a Ooh, second. They said, they said your blood ain't even worth said, getting. Hold on. <laughs> you gonna spend all that time in that line. They said a Montana Republican is pushing a bill to bar those who have received a COVID-19 vaccine or suffer from long COVID from donating blood. A proposal mm. some critics say could effectively eradicate the state's supply of blood. Yeah. Now, my thing is, if... Probably want that blood, man. Now, but but they were promoting this like this is healthy. You know, you want to be healthy. You want to be out here and travel, have fun. You need to get this. But they, but but now, why are they trying to make uh, some regulations that uh, you you can't donate blood? So what do they know that we don't know? Yesterday, a woman who lives in East Palestine, Ohio, went on TikTok to tell her story about how after a town hall meeting talking about the chemicals that had spilled from the train derailment, lawyers recommended you get a blood test for dioxin to see if it was in your blood. 
Again, this chemical has been linked to cancer, reproductive issues, and many other health issues. When her doctor gave her the prescription to go get her blood drawn, she went to the lab and was told that they no longer have authority to do that blood test. Watch here. Oxen level checked, just like the town hall meeting, the lawyers suggested residents do, and anyone that thinks they've, they've been affected. So my doctor looked around, found a lab called LabCorp, which was one of the labs that was listed that does this. And the thing about that is it's going to be a national thing that every lab corp should have those codes to test for blood dioxin. So this morning or yesterday morning or whatever it was, um, his assistant called LabCorp, got the script. They sent it over. So here's the script. It says blood dioxin on it, right? It was approved as of yesterday. The lab tech said she can come in and, and we'll do it. So they faxed it over this morning. I went in to get the blood work done. I sat down at the desk to get checked in and the gentleman that does the blood work said, I'm so sorry to tell you this, but for some weird reason, it's been discontinued. We no longer have authority to take your blood and test it for dioxins. And he said, this is weird. He's like, I just did one like a couple. After seeing her video, I wanted to do more research into LabCorp and found out that LabCorp operates one of the largest clinical laboratory networks in the world and in the United States. So I wondered who are their largest shareholders and found this. Actually, there's a company, a subsidiary company of Pfizer. It's called Zotis, Z-O-T-I-S. Do you know they've already mRNA injected 100 million wildlife in America? I guarantee you they're doing it to pets too. It's only mRNA technology funded completely by Mark Zuckerberg and his wife's foundation. They've been doing it all over the country for the whole last year and a half. Zotus is its name. It's a subsidiary of Pfizer. This is some real sugar, honey, iced tea. It you ain't really lying. You know what's interesting? When I learned about Zotus and this sugar, honey, iced tea, because that's uh -huh. what it was to me. You yeah. know who would know, do you know who were the only people that knew that the wildlife deer for example elk for example were actually being mRNA injected for covid it was all the hunters hunters it was being published in hunters magazines i'm not a hunter but hunters were aware the whole time that this was actually being done and it was being published inside their literature i had no idea but when i discovered it i was like what why is no one talking about and they tell you you're gonna have to live there i'm sorry that way i feel is my family's gonna die there not live there statistics compiled by dr pagan show that in 187 of the homes still occupied in the love canal area there have been 19 nervous breakdowns 34 miscarriages 20 birth defects 41 cases of respiratory disease, three suicides, all well above the national average. The state of New York is now trying to drain off any liquid which seeps out of the canal. But workers made a chilling discovery. They found traces of the dread substance dioxin, which is a waste product from the manufacture of certain herbicides and disinfectants. It is regarded by experts as one of the most lethal substances ever created by man. It has many effects on the human body. First, it's, it can be fatal. It can cause liver disease. It can cause psychological disturbances, loss of sex drive. It's a very potent carcinogen. Once you get it into the body, you can't excrete it like some of these other chemicals. It just stays there. 
Good evening, everybody. I'm Bill Bonds, and here's a look at what's happening tonight. And what's happening is that the swine flu vaccination program ground to a halt from coast to coast today. There have been now 12 reported deaths so far, with victims dying just a few hours after receiving those inoculative shots. All of the victims were elderly persons, and all, we are told, died of apparent heart attacks. In the state of Michigan, the state health director, Maurice Risen, ordered a stop to all swine flu shots after three Michigan men died hours after receiving their vaccinations. Health officials estimate that 10,000 Michigan people have already received their shots, and President Gerald Ford told ABC Television News tonight that he intends to get his vaccination. Now we're in the process of making a thorough investigation, but there is no precise information that those deaths came about as a result of the immunization. While you were making this investigation, what should people do? Uh, from all the evidence I've seen so far, uh, people should continue. I'm going to do it as quickly as I possibly can myself, and our family will, because we're convinced that it's in the best interest of all of our citizens. Well, here's where we Mr. Gates, in your own words, what have you contributed to the world? Um, I'm not sure if you're aware, but I created the world's most popular computer operating system. No, of course. But as we all know, it wasn't actually you who created it. As a matter of fact, the predecessor of Windows, MS-DOS, was created by Gary Kildall, which you then basically stole from him for a couple of dollars. It's not just development. There's a whole lot of important factors to running an enormously successful company like Microsoft. So then let's leave the computer world for a moment. You have been a major spokesperson for COVID vaccines during the pandemic. Yes. What exactly makes you a computer engineer who didn't even program his initial product himself, a valid representative of the pharmaceutical industry? I, I have read a lot of books about that yes, topic. Yes, but how does that? Wait, wait a second. And met with specialists from the field all over the world. Mr. Gates, with all due respect, how do you feel about it now? Now that it's becoming more and more evident that the medication you were promoting whilst having heavily invested in it yourself, thus making billions of it... This is not how the world works. ...has caused countless injuries, side effects and death. That's a very immature way of looking at it, quite frankly. So here's my final question to you. Is this a behavioural pattern? What do you mean exactly? Taking technology from other people that you don't understand, selling a product full of bugs, causing massive damage and profiting from it in a spectacular way. No, 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 no. This is not how the world works. Can you sleep at night? Okay, that's enough. This interview is over. Blood. There's something with it. Something with <laughs> you don't it. think? You got a living, probably, uh, what is it called? A living robot in you or something like that. It's something. I, don't, I mean, that's just me being sci-fi, but... It's something about the blood because I'm pretty sure it's some doctors doctors that told him about, you know, the effects of maybe getting, you know, a person being infused with some, um, with some, you know, with some V blood. Mm. You know, the consequences and, you know, what could happen. But I'm pretty sure, you know, it, it takes a, a real man to do it because I'm pretty sure he probably took the V. Him being a politic, mm. you know. Pretty sure they, they all took it up, and, and then now they don't want the blood. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, that's crazy. Yeah. You, you don't want the blood now, but um, can't use your blood. Wish you the best, right? Um, we do have a uh, let's see, we do have clips arranged for you all, and this is just like a 
a sum for you all to uh, take a look as a collective of what's going on, not only here in America, but yeah. all around the world. Yeah. It's it's right on accord with everything. No, nothing is happening out of place. N- nowhere else that isn't starting to happen here now. So you all can see, you know, what is being pushed. Uh, we have uh, dead flit fish in Florida. Did you hear mm-hmm. about that? No, I haven't. Uh, dead fish uh, was coming up in Florida. Um let me get the specific. Um, let's say a Florida red tide brings burning eyes and thousands of dead fish. Florida beaches are filling up with dead fish and coastal air is burning people's eyes, noses and throats due to red tide. Now, um, there's a video clip that you all will see of a, uh, a man on the boat and you just see all dead fish uh, surrounding him. They say nearly two tons of debris, mainly dead fish, were cleared from, uh, I think it's uh, Pinellas County. Uh, beaches and brought to the landfill. Now, look at all that. You see all those dead fish? See that? Oh, yeah. Uh, not only that, uh, out in Beijing, out in China, it was raining worms. As you see in this picture, it's uh, it was surround, It was uh, worms surrounded by a person's, uh, all on a person's vehicle. Um, wow, just, just weird stuff. Weird stuff. So, um, yeah, um, a quick bulletin. Uh, Zantac causes cancer. Now, this is a heartburn drug that a lot of big uh, pharmaceutical companies was in on. Um, the judge was throwing out like thousands of cases. Uh, they had over 50,000 complaints. Uh, the latest was a gentleman claiming that he had called uh, bladder cancer from uh, taking this drug called Zantac and uh, this is like really popular like in the 80s and 90s uh, it was a, t- a top seller uh, throughout the 2000s as well and um, a lot of uh, thousands of people I think they said up to 50,000 people had put complaints in but the judges were throwing them out citing there wasn't enough evidence uh, for that so uh, just, well, just to throw it out yeah Zantac yeah the yeah. judge was getting paid off Another, yeah, yeah of throw it out. Them boys then take, the, you know, company got big money. Yeah, also uh, Pfizer, uh, Pfizer ended up buying it, and two other pharmaceutical companies was in in on this uh, buying as well. Like, but they fifty thousand people, everybody's not lying. Fifty thousand? Not because you know it's easy to throw out two or three cases, but come on, you got like ten thousand cases, thirty thousand cases overall due to this drug. Um, the Biden-Harris administration released a national cybersecurity strategy to secure the full benefits of a safe and secure digital ecosystem for all Americans. Now, I'm not going to read everything, but I will encourage you all to look this up on whitehouse.gov. Uh, they're basically saying we must uh, rebalance the responsibility to defend cyberspace. We must realign incentives to favor long-term investments. Um resilience uh, to defend critical infrastructure, to disrupt and dismantle threat actors, to shape market forces, to drive security and resilience. And basically they want this to be done by, um, I believe, um, now this is what's interesting to me. Uh, can I find this real quick? If you all look up the article, you all be able to find it. But, the, but um, they basically want the government to be in control of this. Not uh, different companies itself, just one whole thing. So yeah, like China. Yeah, when so when I hear that, I hear a digital ID to get on the internet and to use uh, different things. You know, mm-hmm. 
So in order to get on the internet, you will need to um Yeah. Well control. We wanna we wanna know who's on the internet. We wanna know who's doing the searching. Mm. Because we wanna be able to say, you know, why you look this up. You know what I'm saying? You can't just say somebody else in my house, nah, this is your digital ID on, on top of that we got your facial scans from when you open your laptop because of the computer that's I mean because of the camera that's in the front of it check this out what you've you been searching up because at first this is only in movies you know how you, to get in certain databases they need to show their fingerprint and put in some codes yeah. and scan their face yeah. now this is going to be the reality for everybody yeah. you know what I mean yeah. um man wow yeah, it's, it's all about control man so when they come with that mark of the beast baby, we, we able to you know, they say you want to be able to buy a sale. We want to be able to be in a position to say you can't buy a sale without this mark. I can't if I if it's holes in my you know in my uh, financial infrastructure, my financial system. If it's holes in the money system, if it's uh, if it's holes in you know you being able to go in the store with your face covered. I mean, without us knowing who you are. If it's holes and you being able to get on the internet and purchase from Amazon, no, nah, we gonna have all bases so, covered. So basically, in other words, don't think y'all just because you 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 physically you can't do it, but digitally you're not gonna be able to do it either. Don't yeah. just think, oh, I just do it digitally. No, nah, we got something for you too. Yeah, you know what I mean. So what Des is saying is like they're basically laying down the groundwork for this infrastructure in all yeah. places. You know what I mean? Just setting little rules and regulations out here by there. You know, yeah. a lot of people, you all may not be able to connect, connect the dots now, yeah. but sooner or later you will. It makes me think about my white brothers and sisters, you know, all that big money. When they say you won't be able to buy and sell, you know, you've been living your life high. You do, I'm good. I'm better than everybody else. Look at them black people that's poor down and all talking bad about us. But, you know, when this system come in, you know, really, it's going to be rich. Everybody going to be It's going to be rich and it's going to be poor. That's it. Ain't no middle class. They, they, they destroying the middle class right now. I'm seeing comments where people are like, it's time to barter. So, like, um. When this stuff really hits, how you got banks falling apart, how you got them laying like the the digital foundation yeah. of how you can buy or sell, this is a good time to stock up on things you need yeah. to buy and to, to trade amongst your pe- this, people you know, neighborhood, this, you know. This, but you still gonna have to do it digitally though. Mm. That's the one thing they know you're gonna try to trade amongst people. Uh uh-uh, uh, what you trading? You better be cattle for cattle. Mm. <laughs> cattle for rice. Mm. You better do it like that. You better have a different kind of monetary system. Mm. You better set something up differently <laughs> because if you gonna do it through money, oh no, what's going on over there? Mm-hmm. But you, you know, hey, we see that's going, you know, y'all trading money. You know, it thinks about. I think about those, you know, the farmers and stuff. The people that you know, brothers and sisters that live up in these these small cities and them small towns, you know, that don't like the government being all in their business. How how are they gonna react to this? Because you know, us black people, we gonna have to just roll with it. Yeah, they know they know black people are easily adapted because we've yeah. always been uh, on the on the welfare systems yeah. dependent on government. So it's no big thing for the black nah. people. Well, for but, the white brothers and sisters, oh yeah, y'all have been taught right. Y'all know when a person is encroaching on your freedoms. Yeah, I've been taught how to we, think and yeah. use your mind, how to think for yourself. Yeah, make uh, you know uh, question things. I pray. For, I pray for them. I pray for everybody. But I, you know, I pray for them because it's, it's going to be a wake up call. You know. Especially been living worldly and all these different, all these different things that's coming down the pike. When I'm, we're talking about the LBGT stuff that's coming in your schools for your kids, and, you know, you see a lot of them going to these school meetings that's reading the books 
about you know what I'm saying reading these books that they're trying to put in their school. Why are you reading them? that to a child? They don't understand it. They don't understand. This but is see, they thought stuff. that they can get away with that. Yeah. Because the thing is, when they took prayer out of the school, yeah. they start rolling in sexual ed. Nobody right. pushed back on that. Right. Nobody said nothing about that. Yeah. But I but, they figured, you know, maybe it is through educate. They just but, trying to teach them, you know. But as a parent, because yeah, no parents ever said they're like, damn, we just slid that right in to teach people's other children about sex. Like I'm sending my child to school for reading, engineering, and all that. I don't need a sexual class or a ball set class. Welcome back. One final point before we go. First, we had transgender. Men who identify as women, women who identify as men. They are, they claim, the opposite gender of their birth gender because they feel they are trapped inside the wrong body. As a society, we accepted this. Then we got transracial. Rachel Dolezal, the white woman who pretended to be black and even led a chapter of the NAACP until she was exposed and thrown out. She claimed she wasn't pretending to be black. She is black because she feels black. She's a black woman trapped in a white woman's body. She's transracial, she says. As a society, we accepted this for the most part, except some liberals who claimed transracial is a thing, but Rachel Dolezal doesn't qualify because she's an imposter and a liar, and imposters and liars aren't entitled to their feelings or their identity. There's more. After transgender and transracial, we got transabled. Yeah, this one's really messed up. Physically healthy people who feel they should have been born disabled. A man in Great Britain cut off his arm because he felt like an amputee. A woman in North Carolina poured drain cleaner in her eyes because she felt blind. Transgender, transracial, transabled. Guess what's next? A grown man posting an ad on Craigslist wanting a nanny because he identifies as a baby. You can't make this stuff up. Ridiculous? Perhaps, but who's to say anymore if that's how he feels? If a man can be a woman because he feels like one, if a white person can be a black person because she feels like one, if a healthy person can mutilate herself because she feels disabled, if a grown man can be a baby because he feels infantiled, where does this end? Can a child be an adult because she feels like a grown-up? Can a teenager... Our penal code still has outlawed issues to do with homosexuality. But the next thing they're going to tell us is that somebody, somebody has a right, a man has a right to marry another man, or a woman has a right to marry a, a woman. What do we, to my women who are married do to do? What is there? If we allow them, to take over our lives. We have allowed them for, for, for far too long for them to exploit us and to dehumanize us as human beings. On this, we will say no. If they're going to come up with the travel, what do you call restrictions, keep your country, keep your cultures, keep your nonsense to yourselves. And I'm talking to the West in this case here. It is quite clear from our books that some of these things in LGBTQ are actually outlawed. And therefore, anything associated with those characters cannot be allowed to stand against the morals of the people of Kenya. CNN, the West. <laughs> they do make it an issue. Uh, they have been making it an issue for uh, many months now. Many in the international community are saying that by your signing of this bill, you're taking Uganda a step backwards, that you are not protecting the freedoms and the rights and the choices of the Ugandan people. So how do you respond to that? And specifically, 
Uh, President Obama has said he, been, his, he was deeply disappointed by Uganda's move and says that it would complicate U.S.-Uganda relations. I've listened to everything uh, that you've said in the statement, so how would you respond to that? And do, 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 does it worry you? And have you spoken directly to President Obama about this? Well, we have been disappointed for a long time <laughs> by the conduct of the West, the way you conduct yourselves there. But we just keep quiet. We just see how you do things, how the, the families, how they are organized, the, the, in all these things. We see them, we keep quiet. We never comment because it's not our country. Maybe you like it. So, uh, since there is now an attempt at social imperialism to, to impose social values of, of one group on our society, uh, then our disappointment is now exacerbated because we, we, are, we are sorry to see that you live the way you live. But we keep quiet about it. Now you say we must also live like us. We, 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 that's where we say no. My name is Faye Johnstone. I'm the executive director of Wisdom to Action. We can create a world where everyone is able to live in public space as their honest and authentic selves. See the woman changing how we see the future at Hershey's camp. You know, I'm sorry, I don't need that. You don't, I don't need a teacher speaking to my child about that. I can teach him about birds and bees and all that stuff. So when they slid that in there, they're like, oh, that's one little step. Boom. Nobody said nothing. Yeah, let me teach you how to do it. So when you... Let me bring condoms to the school. Yeah, get your mind on yes. some sex stuff. That's the devil. They, about the devil. In the seventh grade, eighth grade, they were bringing condoms to school to kids. Seventh yeah. grade. Yeah. Are, are you going to use these? Yeah. Huh? Okay, let me show you how to roll it. Get a banana. They're teaching your children about this. They told us about it. We gotta get the we gotta get them things so in there. I think now, but now certain people starting to realize, like, whoa, 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 y'all want to indoctrinate a whole course dedicated to bringing books in now, testing children on it. You know, uh, in some places, a child can choose what pronouns they want to be called. Yeah. Little, we're talking about grade school. Yeah. So. Um, and especially in it, uh, it's a video of a 14 year old maybe it's 13 13 year old that's dancing at a drag concert he's dancing he's the one that's he, he's a man a little boy he got makeup on and a dress and he's up there twirling around rolling on the floor and stuff you know we got the clip y'all be able to see it mm. yeah. that's sad man um, we're, we're, we're going to come back to that because I did have an article somewhere down here for that but I did want to touch on this um, The Little Rock Plane crash You know that had happened like about two weeks ago And we, we didn't get a chance to cover that But the Little Rock plane crashed um, Five people were on board Including um, the pilot And they all lost their lives Right But this plane Was headed to Ohio To test the soil For the chemicals this wasn't just uh, normal people. They say the five victims were all employees of the CTEH, a consulting firm that provides responsive services, including environmental data collection and management 
um, the GIS Safety Incident Management Industrial Hygiene uh, Tech uh, Toxology and Human Health Consulting for the public and private sectors. These employees were on their way to Ohio to respond to a factory explosion in the town of Bedford. Now, according to the EPA, the company CTEH had been previously working in East Palestine after the train derailment. So on this plane, you have just these people. And it came, it crashed, and all of them died and lost their lives. And there was a witness on on the scene. And guess what happened to him? They're investigating his death as a homicide. And I have been, I had this story for like two weeks, and I'm like, this is crazy. Mm. This is crazy. If anything is not starting to add up, Gotta like when you see tracks, let it cover your tracks. Mm. Yeah. Covering your tracks, and it's it's we're not paying out all them all that money. We, if they do the research and they come up with the, the, the everything is they gonna get billions of dollars out of. They're gonna bankrupt us. And and I don't okay. And so. Um, you have where people can get their blood tested, right? For chemicals inside their body out there. Uh, one of the chemicals that they're being tested for is uh, uh, dioxide. And you all see a clip of uh, people discussing that. Um, LabCorp, they're not running those tests anymore on that. They've been told not to test for that in the mm. blood samples. So... Because mm, they don't want to get all those... Uh, get sued by all those different people. It's too. It's a city, a whole huge city. It's gonna be filing a lawsuit. We, we can't do it like that, man. Don't don't, don't get no more blood. And if man. they kept getting blood, we, they probably come up missing too. We ain't playing. Um, what else we got? It's a Church of England back plan backs plans to bless gay couples considering gender neutral pronouns for God. You got uh. What else we have? Um, there was a pastor, Rick Warren. He shares um, three Bible. Now, what do you think about this, Des? So this is pastor, uh, Rick Warren. He shares three Bible passages that changed his mind on women being pastors. So Rick Warren basically said that, he said, this is not a battle between liberals and conservatives, but all the liberals left a long time ago. Everybody in the SBC believes in the, uh, in scripture. He said, in the, in the inner rancy, in the inner rancy of scripture. He says, now we are talking about difference of interpretation. So he cited, he said, Warren first cited Matthew 28, 19 through 20, known as a great commitment. Going on the Great Commission, he said the passage involves Jesus telling his disciples to go and make disciples all of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. Now, Rick Warren says we claim that we believe that the Great Commission is for everybody. Both men and women are to fulfill the Great Commission. Warren argued. He says there are four verbs in the Great Commission: go, make disciples, baptize, and teach. Women are to go. Women are to make disciples. Women are to baptize. And women are to teach, not just men. The second passage he cited was the day of the Pentecost, as explained in Acts 2, in which the Holy Spirit came down upon the early church with those present speaking in foreign tongues. Now, Warren quotes, We know women were in the room. We know women were filled with the Holy Spirit, said Warren. 
We know that women are preaching in language. We know that women were preaching in languages that other people couldn't hear to uh, a mixed crowd. We know women, it wasn't just men. Women were preaching on the day of Pentecost. Now, Warren noted that in the passage, when the apostle Peter told the crowd what was happening, he quoted the Old Testament verse, Joel 2.28, which states, On my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days and they will uh, prophesy. Now, the third voice of evidence was John 20.17, when Jesus told Mary Magdalene, to tell the disciples about his resurrection, knowing that Jesus chose her to be the first preacher of the gospel. Um, women are equal to men. Just God has different jobs for each one. Okay. So um, not saying that women can't do ministry work. They can't go out and no, they, uh, teach the good can, news. They can't be a preacher. Like the Teaching leader of a is, congregation is a, in the church. Yeah. Yeah. You can give somebody the gospel. But to, he's wrong. He's not quote, like the whole the whole Bible. He's bringing up certain passages. What does Paul say? You know, what does the Bible say? The whole Bible, not just parts of it. You know, and, and you, you you reaching. He's reaching for stuff that Jesus didn't say. Nor does the Bible say that a woman should preach. Paul spoke against that. But anyway, this is First uh, Timothy four verses one through five. Um, now the Spirit is expressly says. It, that in the latter time some will depart from the faith giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons speaking lies and hypocrisy having their own conscience seared with a hot iron so he has his own conscience seared with a hot iron because he's not giving what the whole bible says you know he's he's pandering or he's uh, submitting to, to women you know what I mean like it's, it's give the word of God Everybody's not going to agree with you. You know what I'm saying? I just uh, um, gave the scripture earlier and said, you know, some people hate you. You know what I'm saying? Because they, they're all fixated on this equality. And uh, when you got, uh, what does it say, Ma- tox- toxic masculinity. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, we're equal. We just got different jobs for God. Um, a God is above man. Man is above woman. That's that's the way he, he, he made it. That's the way mm-hmm. he, uh, marriage is. Man is the head. Man is the that's head. What is, that's There's what's in nothing the wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you got a good head, then it, it's, it's good. But if you got a bad head, a man that wasn't called to preach, a man that wasn't called, then maybe it might feel bad for a woman. But she needs to realize, no, her place in the church. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. It's nothing wrong And with I think it. people get it misconstrued because it's like, they're like, oh, women can, you know, spread the word, spread the gospel. Yeah. Yes, they can. Amen. Yes, they can. But it's just... Um, when leading a congregation, yeah, that's, that's, a church, yeah. that's the only thing. Yeah. Not saying men, women can't go out and spread the good news, do yeah. ministry work or all of that, but in the church leading a, con- a congregation, being a preacher, oh. a pastor, that is where uh, the line gets drawn. And that's and why are we saying this? Because the word of God said it. Because the Bible yes. says it. That's the only reason. Mm-hmm. If, it, if we didn't have the Bible and God didn't say it, you know, our hands are, um, are off the table. You know, you can do what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? But since we have the word of God, we have what Paul said in the Bible. We have what God said. You know, uh, we got to, you know, we got to just quote scripture. You know, God, and God and Paul said, I do not, um, we got to go to the scripture. Okay. So he said well, a woman should not usurp authority over men. Mm-hmm. I do not call a woman to teach nor usurp authority over men. So it's just that simple. That's it. Next topic. 
All right. So we got the Chinese province's new smart religion app makes Christians register to attend worship services. Now, Christian in China's populous Hainan province are now reportedly required to register on a government app to attend worship services and must make online reservations before talk before taking part in worship according to a report from a U.S.-based human rights group. Now, the app called Smart Religion and developed by the uh, Ethnic Ethnic and Religious Affairs Commission of uh, Henan Province asked believers to give personal information, including their name, their phone number, their government ID number, their permanent uh, residence, their occupation and date of birth to receive approval to attend a servant, the China Aid reported this week. Now, they said it's a requirement not only for churches, but also mosques and, Bu- and Buddhist temples, states the group, which documents religious uh, persecution in China and supports Chinese prisoners of um, conscience. Now, Henan uh, has one of the largest Christian populations in China. So, um, yeah, they, they yeah. just want to be able to track them, know how, know the exact number. Uh-huh. To know that they just want to know the exact number of people that that are Christians in that country, uh-huh. so they can dial in on the number. You know, so whenever stuff hit the fan, we'll know exactly how who many to pull people. out, who to get, yeah. uh, who to, where your address is. Yeah. You know, to come to your house. Make it easy for me, baby. That's all it is. Um, a new wave of persecution in China and Myanmar and attempts to quash dissent in China. Communist officials are stepping up raids against one of the country's larger churches as part of the so-called stability maintenance measures ahead of the National People's Congress. And in Myanmar, more atrocities there as soldiers destroy a village in the central part of the country, raping women, beheading 17 villagers. Also, authorities recently arrested a Baptist pastor there. Well, here to fill us in on what's happening is former U.S. International Religious Freedom Ambassador Sam Brownback. Mr. Ambassador, I'd like to say it's good to talk with you again, but this certainly is not good news. Tell us what is happening in China and why. You're seeing the continuation of the Xi Jinping regime uh, becoming a full Mao regime is really what's happening. I mean, he's just, what he's doing right now is he's using the current technology he has to do what Mao did in the Cultural Revolution. It's just tightening down the whole uh, situation, going after faith communities in particular. And you're seeing him using it and doing it in a high-tech fashion. Now they're even requiring people to register on their phones to be able to go to church. Uh, well, that's so they can track him and shut the places down. Pastor Wang Yi, has anyone heard from him? He's been uh, in prison now for more than three years simply for leading the early Rain Covenant Church and writing that manifesto insisting that he and his church will serve God over government. What can you tell us about him? Anything? Nothing new other than they've now arrested the assistant pastor. Also, nearly five dozen members of the persecuted Mayflower Church fled China last year. They're now refugees in Thailand, and they're seeking asylum in the U.S. Thailand wants to send them back to China. Why the holdup from the Biden administration? What is Congress, anyone doing about this to help these people? I I don't know what the holdup is. And this one, to me, makes no sense. Uh, Here are people that are clearly persecuted for their faith, that clearly qualify for asylum status. Uh, and then are being blocked. Also, China's neighbor to the south, Myanmar, also known as Burma. The military junta there has held government control for two years 
Now they continue to commit atrocities. So just this week, soldiers beheaded 17 villagers in central Myanmar. The U.S. State Department has spoken out against the arrest three months ago. I had, uh, let's see. Praying for them. Because they, they, China is like a steps, are he, of he, I mean, steps ahead of America. Like, I think America is, is falling the same steps as China. For sure. Yeah, along with uh, Canada. I think Canada said they marvel at the control that you know, China has. Oh, yeah. Prime China, Minister. China has uh, a lot of control. Your surveillance everywhere you go. You can't do anything. Like, I think in their schools, um, they pay for their food. You know, they scan your eyes, your face, and uh, they're able to see your social credit score. And if, you know, if, if you didn't do what you were supposed to do that day, you don't you don't get this lunch. Yeah. You know, you don't so get that. So it's not even about your money. It's not. It's not about money. It's not about money. Um, Let's see what we got here. Now, they say that... uh... Okay, so the White House was slammed for giving Women of Courage Award to a biological male. Now, the Women of Courage Award is exactly what it means. It goes to, you know, Women of Courage. You know what I mean? They're putting a spotlight on on women. um, But... The White House is getting slammed by critics after it granted a female-specific award to a biological male. Now, I just feel like when you start giving awards to... If this award was designated for a woman and you give it to a man, basically, you give it to a man, you're basically saying that the women... Why did you even have the women up there? You know what I mean? Um, why did, you know, it's like they're saying that uh, a man can be a war, more womanly than the actual woman. You know, why would you why would you even call it an International Women's Day and uh, give a, a women's award to, to a, a man, a full-blooded man? Got all the chromosomes and hormones and all of that. You know, and not only that, on the her she bar, they're playing off the pronouns uh, her and she. They put a biological male on the her she bar, dressed as a woman, to push you know the a campaign, push the campaign. So um, Isaiah five verses twenty. Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil; that put darkness for light and light for darkness; that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. So there's people that don't know the difference between a woman and a man that's switching up what God said is good. You know, it's all about, um, he said, uh, go, uh, what the heck it is? A man should not lie with the man as he lied with the woman, right? He said, uh, even the woman left, left their natural use for a man and burned with their lust. Uh, I think, I think I mixed it, I mixed it up. I mix it up mm-hmm. but other words you know you, you cannot be supporting this you know it's evil and they're calling it good so that, that's why that scripture works there uh you got the queer disney actor um a queer disney actor um from the streaming series high school musical uh the musical the musical uh the series he shared his christian faith at the nickelodeon kids choice awards weeks after being criticized for his bad 
baptism at uh, Bethel Church. So while accepting the award for uh, favorite male TV star of a kid's show at the award ceremony last Saturday, 22-year-old Joshua Bassett uh, um, attributed his success to his supporters and thanked his uh, Lord and Savior, uh, Jesus Christ. Amen. You said Jesus Christ? Yeah, that's he's a, what? He's queer. They said he thanked his savior, Jesus Christ. Yeah, he's a queer. He's openly queer. queer. Yep. Openly queer. I guess he haven't read the Bible. Mm. Yeah, he probably haven't read the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. So I believe I got one or two more and we'll get out of here. Everybody is not a Christian. You know, he said, mm. um, Jesus said, um, um, many will say on that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? Have we not cast out demons in your name? Mm-hmm. And in your name perform many miracles? And I will declare to them, I never knew you. Apart from me, you evil door. So these are people that were like followers of Christ. These are people that were pastors probably or Christians, you know, that have done a lot of things for God. And he said, I, don't, I never knew you. So what would happen to a person that's saying they're a Christian just because you went to the, and Nick alone, you said, God, I, I said your name in front of everybody. I said, Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. Mm. I did this for your name. I gave money to the poor. Mm-hmm. But I never knew you. you. He said, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself, then take up his cross and follow me. You're not denying yourself nothing. You openly queer me. And I think that's what we have a problem with, with being um, as Christians, as followers of Christ. Uh, there are certain ways, there, there are ways we have to, are called to be obedient. To the Lord's word And in order for you To know how to be uh, Obedient And to fully submit yourself You have to read The word of God And you have to um, You have to know I don't want to say rules But you got to know The rules You have to You have to know God this Uh we have do's to, and don'ts. You, yes, you have to know yeah. the do's and don'ts. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's do's and don'ts for you to get up at your job every day. Mm-hmm. There's do's and don'ts uh, for you being an actor. And something that simple. He knows it, but he just denies it. He knows it. Mm. He, he, I think it's more of a cloud chase, just to throw it in our face. Yeah, you know, I can be Christian and 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 still be queer. We, mm-hmm. that's how how we do it. Mm-hmm. Like and they're they're, they're making it a way. They're making it be okay. Yeah, you know, and, and they Nickelodeon know the Christians had to get some, mad. They know. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, because they've been playing and toiling around with Christians yeah. what since the, uh, for uh, Super Bowl, the award show with uh, Sam Smith, uh, and now the the Nickelodeon Awards. See, they found a way to get your little children too. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, they are really getting down to this robotic artificial age that is really coming. Um, if you all can't see you all have they're already robots can literally have a conversation with you if you don't recall remember when the google engineer remember he got fired like a year and a half ago because he came out and said that um it was conscious yes now fast forward now you got these chat bots and all this being released he was telling the truth he's bringing it out quick he was telling the truth they didn't want him to release that right away that's what that was they didn't want him to release it right away we got um, dozens of Colombian girls hospitalized with anxiety after playing with Ouija board. Now, 28 school girls were hospitalized with anxiety attacks after allegedly playing with the Ouija boards at their school in Colombia. Now, the girls reportedly suffer signs of fainting, anxiety, and other symptoms. Um, the girls were admitted to a high sp- hospital. They were accompanied by their parents and school uh, faculty. Uh, Ouija boards created in the 1886 are often referred to as a spirit or talking boards. 
They are believed to be a way for the living to communicate with the dead. Pay attention to what your kids in, is doing into the, you know, Ouija board. That's that's an evil game. There's no reason, um, <laughs> you know, there's no reason that, that, you know, that stuff is real. You know, I, I think we've all probably played with a Ouija board once or twice when we were younger. We all know for ourselves that it's real. You know, it's definitely something behind it. Um, let's see what else we got before we get out of here. Uh, Elon Musk is building his own town in Texas. Uh, he's creating it for his workers. Um, you'll be able to uh, work, go home to your house, and he's making it uh, affordable. So I believe uh, out in Texas where they say like, uh, I think in the neighborhood, I think in one neighborhood they say maybe, let's just say with the rent is like twenty or $2,200, uh, his affordable housing is going to be $800 for his workers. Uh, he's going to create his own town. They're going to make it to where he'll be able to cite uh, regulations and all of that. Uh, he'll be able to pull a lot of data from that for sure. I'm pretty sure it's going to be highly surveillance. He'll be able to have more data. Um, and what's going to happen if you um, maybe need, I, I don't know. We'll see how it turns to go. Just imagine my boss building a neighborhood for us to come live at. You know what I mean? It's just, I don't know. I don't know, man. That's just like a, a slave plantation. Yeah. Uh, you, live you, know. in a, you live where you work. Uh, go down the street. Got a 19-year-old has been the first person diagnosed. With I mean, it's really no difference though, you know, because at the end of the day, you able to, they just they walked home, we drive home. Yeah. Still, you know, coming back to work. Yeah. But he, they, had, he, they gave you all day. But just imagine my boss knowing all my living and situation and arrangements. You know what I mean? And what happened if I don't if go. I get bad attendance or you know need to call off or. Show up a couple I days. I don't think late. somebody working at Tesla would have that many problems like that. Because I think those people are, you know, more into it already. Yeah. This is what you know. They're they school tech savvy. Yeah, you yeah. know, they're you know this this neighborhood is going to be not just for average neighborhood of people. This is going to be for professional. Yeah, yeah. like some Silicon Valley neighborhood yeah. type stuff. Money. This is big money. We're gonna be on time. Yeah. So there's no, you know, we got a place for you to stay. We just need you here. Oh, and it's going to be combined like with the space because you know SpaceX is going to have a facility out there as well. So mm. they're going to kind of uh, combine it. Uh, you got a 19 year old. He is the youngest ever to be a, to be diagnosed with Alzheimer's. Now a case study reported on a 19 year old, the youngest known patient to be diagnosed with the probable Alzheimer's disease. The team showed a steady decline in memory and focus, and medical studies found uh, silence psychological uh, markers for early onset of the disease. The patient tested negative for any known genetic uh, markers of the early Alzheimer's, which makes the case all the more rare and puzzling. Now, it basically uh, began when he was unable to recall where he placed his belongings or what had happened on the previous day and experienced delayed reactions and reading difficulties. Um, I believe uh, this is in China. 19 years old the first ever to be diagnosed with this uh yeah guys so um that'll wrap up um as far as um the news that we have for you all today we hope you all stay prayed up uh stay in the word stay dedicated to god and actually live by it yes as sometimes it, it may be difficult but continue to pray repent and um and you will receive the power. The, the Holy Spirit will dwell on you, and you will have uh, more authority over your flesh to be able to uh, to be able to uh, live according to God, according to Jesus' word. You know, um, I want to leave you off 
leave you all off with. Uh, I, hope, I hope the show woke you up. Hope the clips uh, just gave you the heart to study, gave you the heart to try to, you know, foresee what's coming down the pipeline. You know what I'm saying? And to get in the scriptures more, to pray more, to fast, to try to get closer to God. You know, and that's all we want to do with this show. So I hope you guys are on that. With that being said, Romans 10 verses 9 and 10. Um, if we confess with you, if, uh, if you confess with your mouth that the Lord Jesus, uh, Lord, Lord Jesus, okay, Romans 10 verses 9 and 10. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and God risen him from the dead, and you can be saved. Or it's with the heart that you believe and are justified. And it's with the mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. Uh, Amen. Then Acts 2 verses 17. This is going to be for the dream of the week. Um, And it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. And your young men shall see visions. And your old men shall dream dreams. You have a blessed day. Amen. Jesus, Lord, peace. That deal. And, um, but I was at home on, on laying on my couch. And I was just laying there. And I thought, you know, that life basically was not worth um, living. And I just thought life's not worth living at all. And at the same time, I was just laying there on that couch and I was in the world. I mean, I was deep in the world. Like nobody don't know my testimony, you know? And um, one day I'm gonna share it, but I tell you what, I looked over and uh, near my doorway, I seen uh, like an ancient lady walk through the wall. And when I seen that, it was crazy. Like, I'm like, what did I just see? I didn't drink. I wasn't smoking or nothing like that. And so I had seen um, ancient lady of some type walk through um, the wall. And at the same time, I was just laying there and I felt my body just get a little more relaxed, right? But then I realized I couldn't move anymore. So at the same time, my body was descending down. (laughs) Down. Like not my body, but I guess like my spirit. It started descending down. And, it, you know, so at the same time, my arm had fell off of my body. And the remote hit the table or the floor. It did something. And it went to... um, the Trinity Broadcast Network or whatever, Christian Television, and Benny Hinn was on there. And they were singing and all this stuff. And Benny Hinn, he was like, wait, wait, stop. Stop everything. Somebody going to hell. He was like, somebody out there is um, going to hell. So stop. And they stopped the music. And he started talking to the camera and he was like, look, he was like, look, young lady, you need to tell God you're sorry. You know, you need to tell God you're sorry. Ask him to forgive you. 
I did not realize I was going to hell. And I began to feel some hot heat on like the back of my body. And I realized I was going down. And the more my spirit was going down, the hotter it got. So I listened and I, you know, I began to call out to God. I was like, wait a minute. I don't want to go die. I don't want to die like this. Oh my, oh no. So I called out to God and I called out and it was something that was in that hole that was, um, arguing with God about me, about my actions, how my life had been lived and that I deserved to basically go to hell. And, but thanks be to a merciful God that he heard my cry and he heard my plea. And my body began to instantly go back up. You know, my spirit began to instantly go back up into my body. And Benny Hinn, he just kept talking. And he just kept saying, ask him to forgive you. He'll forgive you. He'll save you. And then he said my name, you know. He, he said my name. He said, Monique, you know, everything's going to be all right. You know, I am so thankful that God cares about me. Because when I was out in the world, I didn't get any phone calls from relatives. I didn't get phone calls from nobody. When I would call, it was always some new information people had said about me. So I kind of put myself in a box you know, in my travels, and I was just really, really sad all the time. And I'm